0: Hello and welcome to episode 168 of the Heart of Markness podcast, Led Zeppelin podcast, that is. We have, today, 1980, Frankfurt, um, regarded as one of the best shows of the tour, and they're right. And uh, I was trying to find something to feature because I had nothing up to last night. I had nothing for you. Nothing sounded good. Nothing looked good. Nothing interested me. I was like, ugh. So, I was looking through 1980 because it's early June or mid-June now. And that's when they started their 1980 tour. So, I went looking through the shows, looking through the shows, looking through the shows. And then I saw Frankfurt. And I was like, ah, yeah. But that soundboard, it just doesn't do it for me. Everybody had thought that that Achilles' Last Stand is kind of, you know, there's, there's a sentiment that that is the best Achilles' Last Stand. And it's awesome, and, and, but it never really grabbed me. Um, you know, I'm not a big fan of those dry 1980s soundboards. They do nothing to help the band. Um, so I downloaded three of the four known audience recordings. And none of them sound great. One of them sounded okay, but it was just, it was just too, a little too far. It would have been okay if it was the only recording for a show. I've done show I've done shows with, with sound of that caliber, but it, unfortunately, it did give that wonderful atmosphere, audience atmosphere and, and, and sound and vitality, which was great. It really, really brought the show to life, but it was just, it was just a little too far a little too distant, a little too far away. Um, and that was the best one of, of the sources. Uh, the others were just distant and not great. And I don't know. But I discovered somebody had recommended as definitive um, the Lir- Liriodendron remaster of the soundboard. So I grabbed it and listened to it last night. I did a lot of Frankfurt listening last night. And it's good he did a good job he did a great job i mean the the reviews i had read of it were that he brought life to it and uh just really really was able to bring out the the atmosphere and not just that dry 1980 sound that we're all so familiar with and he did he did a great job with it he really brought life to it and just sanded the rough edges and the audience comes through on the crowd mics because it's a rocking show and just not having that brittle thin tone of jimmy's so much and uh my goodness it's it's a wonderful job it's still the soundboard but it's a wonderful job and one thing i realized is one of the reasons why the frankfurt's board tapes hadn't really grabbed me in the last 30 plus years jesus um, literally Jesus, I think it came out 33 years ago, um, is that it ran slow. One of the things Lyriodendron did is uh, increase the speed by 2.1%, which made all the difference in the world to me. Instead of sounding like a tired-out, worn-out band playing by the numbers, they've got some pep, they've got some groove, they've got some stride. Bonzo sounds on top of it and not just worn out after his collapse at Nuremberg. They sound good. They sound like Led Zeppelin again, which made everything great. I was able to sit down and uh, with the help of some deliciously legal cannabis, just like I did in high school, like you did in high school, put the headphones on, close my eyes and just listen to the music. And it was awesome. So take that as a ringing endorsement. Now, could I have done that with 300 other Zeppelin tunes, uh, shows rather? Yeah, probably because they're Zeppelin, but I did it with this one and it's a good and it's from June, 1980, two weeks and 40 years, 42 years to the day. Um, Yeah. So let's jump on in, shall we? I was pleasantly surprised. I'm glad I found something, and then I'm glad I found happiness, because I, I was telling my uh, my housemate yesterday that I, I felt nothing. This week, I don't feel, I'm just, I don't know, probably tired. You know, we all have that, where you're just down mild, mild depression. Nothing really brings joy, and you're like, eh. That's how I was, just, eh. And then, uh, thanks to vitamin Z... Brought some uh, aesthetic pleasure back to my life, which brought some uh, just happiness and joy. And I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck this. Everything's great. So everything's great. Led Zeppelin, folks, Frankfurt, Germany. Um, One interesting thing is the vibe of this. I I I gave some thought to the 1980 tour as well, Um, because as we've discovered together. It's not the, the train wreck that it kind of canonically has been presented to be it i mean all the criticisms are fair jimmy is in horrible condition he's he's in rough shape bonzo's in rough shape he fell off the drum stool in nuremberg and they had to stop the concert but there was joy there was happiness there was passion there was grace there was fire and uh we've heard Mostly towards the beginning of the tour, good old-fashioned Ask, Keek, and Zeppelin, and the audience tapes really help bring that out. And um, this tour was a chance for a rebirth. They were trying. They were going for it. And had they made it to America, yeah, there probably would have been a couple of really great shows. Magical? I don't know. Um, I think the bar has to be lowered to a point, but that doesn't mean there aren't going to be great shows probably more magical moments or magical songs could have happened. The vibe would have been different because every European tour Zeppelin does before they come to America is a little more subdued and a little more laid back because the audiences are, and the the venues are smaller. These These are smaller venues to warm up. So, and unfortunately, being out of the limelight for a couple of crucial years, in the 70s, actually just going radio silent from, you know, mid-1977 to l- late summer 1979, hurt them in the, as much as their fan base at that time, from the mid-70s onward, music was segmenting more. Heavy metal defined itself as a genre. And, you know, originally it was more the you know, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, heavy metal, Saxon, that kind of stuff. But it, 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 it segmented to the point where you became that's what you were into. So you weren't going to listen to more Crosby, Stills and Nash and stuff like that. The, the 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 Renaissance time where people could listen to all kinds of shit that happened in the free FM radio days of the 70s you know thanks to big business and market segments and blah 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 everything that's led us to today where every song has 37 songwriter songwriter credits and there are guys that just do beats and there are guys that just do bridges and there are guys that just do features and just it's it's been commoda, fetishized. commodity fetishism it's it's become a business to the point where there's very little art at times on the grand scale. I mean, there's always going to be real music in, played by real people. But this whole fucking awful, sterile, what-the-fuck landscape where people appear on the stage and are considered and treated like legends and superstars with their first release, like upon release, they're a star. Um, I don't know. Well, now I'm just bitching old man territory. I'm going to shut up now because I just wasted a few of your minutes just basically bitching and saying in parentheses that I don't like today's music because I'm their target demographic. They're trying to make music to please middle-aged white men. But back to Led Zeppelin. Here we go. Led Zeppelin's awesome. Uh, This show is really, really great. I am glad that I discovered this Although the audience tape was, was the Source 4, I think it was. uh was good enough for me to like really enjoy. It wasn't good enough for me to, to choose. This wonderfully remastered soundboard just brings this show to life. So why don't you play something, asshole? Why don't I play something? You know, and we're going to do a song that you know that I have not been fond of live much. But now I kind of am. This is good. Jimmy plays some cool shit. I do prefer there's more oomph in the audience version. Even though it's uh, not a great recording, but this soundboard, man, Jimmy plays some really interesting, cool shit. This is fun. The band is having fun. The band is on fire. They just can't burn as brightly as they did back in their heyday. But it's still really good. In the evening, June 30th, 1980, Frankfurt, west germany at that time back in the day here we go had some spunk I like the that was some cool stuff I like the solos, I like the wah-wah work and Lyriodendron definitely brought some life to the tone and it definitely, that, that 2% 2.1% uptick in speed brought it to life it didn't sound like a band on it's last legs, love it I hope you do too. And now we are going to hear another song. Oh, let me read you the track list from this. uh, Because this will be available for download on heartofmarkness.com. Like if you go there right now and you're listening to this, you'll see it there. If this is an older episode and it's not June 16th or 2022... Scroll through, use the search function. You've got a brain and thumbs. You got this. The track list is as follows. Track one is just crowd noise. Typical 1980. Train kept a rolling. Nobody's fault but mine. Black Dog. In the Evening. Rain Song. Hot Dog. All My Love. Trampled Underfoot. Since I've Been Loving You. Achilles' Last Stand. White Summer Black Mountainside. Kashmir. Stairway to Heaven. Rock and Roll money the best things in life are free and a whole lot of love cool beans man i might do a part 2 if you guys like this this is a really awesome show okay so now let's jump into like i said you can go to hardemarkness.com and download that uh let's jump into song number 2 and that will be what people what has been listed and definitely has been argued by a large portion of the Zeppelin community over the years, the best, definitely one of the best Achilles last stand. And when I listened to this last night, high as the kite it rhymes, it, um, it sounded almost Spanish in a way. I mean, there are there are Spanish little filigrees here and there that Jimmy does that we all we all recognize, but the drumming. The drumming, not just the Achilles Last Stand badass drumming, and the martial tempo. And I mean, the the pulse of the song is a galloping horse. I think we can all agree on that, right? Galloping horse is going to war. So think of riding horses when you're listening to that, and you'll you'll get it. And then. Um, <tries to sing> that's the scrimmage. That's where they're fighting. Um, but listen to Bonzo, the drum and snare pattern. There's some really distinct patterns that he's playing. And it is not fast. It is very powerful. And it is really clicks in with Jonesy, who's playing up a storm. So this is one of the best performances of Achilles, Absolutely absolutely and jimmy's work with the delay is top notch they had their shit together and when i play the next song for you you'll know why but um yeah enjoy it it is brilliantly good and it's not crazy like the 77 versions it's more restrained like the nebworth you know 79 and other 80 versions not restrained but um mature i guess but holy shit listen to bonzo the bass and the drum I mean, the bass and the snare. You're gonna, man, I, I don't know. Enjoy. <laughs> Stop. well that was badass wasn't it all of them were all of them were badass robert is in really strong voice throughout the 80 tour he's really he's putting it out there although sometimes i think i get the feeling that he's uh i get the feeling that i think he's you know, he, he's looking for the exit, which I think is pretty well established. Um, if the United States tour had gone forward, um, unless everybody really, really got their shit together and there wasn't really a strong support structure for recovery at that point, it was just starting to come together. Um, the chances of that were slim. But my gosh, was that good? what a band did you hear what I was talking about with Bonzo's bass and snare at all I can't remember that I can't even now after hearing it just now I can't remember the part where it struck where it uh, stuck out for me but Jimmy's work with the effects brilliant I don't like the vocal harmonizer but whatever none of us do Ah, uh, oh all right hey You can find me on YouTube and Twitter and Facebook under the name Heart of Markness. You can also find me at heartofmarkness.com, the website that I referred to earlier. That's where you can find not only the podcasts, but um, links to the complete shows, complete concerts that I cover. So you can go to heartofmarkness.com and get the entire Lyria remaster of Frankfurt 1980, the entire show all the songs I read to you for free and almost all of the shows that I've done including the classic rock ones that I sometimes do on the weekend so there's a lot there good stuff and if there isn't a show there for an episode I do it's because I was either asked not to share it or there's a legal reason or I just couldn't somehow so that's that's that uh, if you like what I do and you like how I do it, and you want to perhaps materially contribute to the welfare and growth of this wonderful podcast, you're invited to take a look at patreon.com/slash heart of markness and see if maybe becoming a patron of this fine show is something you're interested in. You can also hit the patreon button at heartofmarkness.com if you'd like, see if there's something there for you. Uh boy, let me see what else we got. Oh yeah, marketheartofmarkness.com If you wanna contact me uh in one of the non early mentioned ways earlierly.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry guys. Like I said, I'm tired. Ugh low energy week. And for absolutely no reason. So apologies. Alright. We have one more that I'm going to play for you. And guys, if you want me to do a part two for this show, please let me know. I will happily do it. Um, There are more songs that I can play. What I'm going to play now is the song Money. The best things in life are free. Robert's voice is insane on this song. They play it because what they're doing is they have a friend of the band named Philip Carson. Who is an Atlantic Records A&R man. And he's been a friend of the band for uh, shit. I think at least 10 years at this point, or maybe, you know, early seventies through now, at least. And, um, came out to see the band and he was also a bass player. Huh? I think he might've played bass for dusty Springfield. I can't remember. I don't know why that popped up, but in any case, he was a friend of the band and one of the few people that the band actually let come up on stage and jam with them. So he got up on stage, and he's playing bass. Jonesy's playing keyboards, and they're doing this song. Money, as a tongue-in-cheek joke to the music business and the money-hungry ways. Basically shitting on Phil Carson a little bit while lauding him up. You know, the only people who have done that have been who? Simon Kirk. Twice, right? Uh, Keith Moon. And Phil Carson. That's all I can think of. Can anybody else think of anybody else? Oh, Ronnie Wood. Ronnie Wood got up uh, 1975. So yeah, that's a uh, rarefied air. So enjoy, friends. Money, a fun, 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 fun song. Robert is the standout on this. Ooh. There we have it. I would have been completely happy to see this. This is a great show. Makes me very happy to see... Or here, rather. Not to see, can you imagine? Oh, man. I like this. If you guys want a part two, I'm kind of feeling a part two. But I'm not going to push it on you. So, let me know one way or the other. I will tally the votes and see what happens. Um man oh you know what i haven't done i didn't read the list of the beautiful and wonderful titans upon whose shoulders rests this mighty yet humble podcast so a laurel and hearty handshake go out to matt stephen george big ed kenny john from west footscray picard kneggern chris rob from melbourne australia how's it going rob wayne Brad, i always I always want to say all of Wayne's name. that's why it's like Wayne because I started going into his last name and I stopped. I don't know why I do that, Wayne. You must be magical, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, David, Bonzo, Billy, and Mimo. Thank you, thank you, thank you, my friends. It means the world to me that you support me. It keeps me going. It holds me accountable so that when there are times when I don't feel like doing the podcast, like this week when I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, no, no, I have a job to do and I'm beholden to them. You keep me honest and I thank you for that. And you pay for all the hosting and everything and you allow me to do this. Bless your hearts, each and every one of you. And you too, dear listener. I hope you like this. If there's a question I can answer for you, contact me. If there's something you want to hear, contact me. And, uh, yeah, let me know if you want a part two for this show. There's, there's stuff we can do. Stairway's good. Stairway's real good for this. We can do a whole lot of love. That's always interesting. Rock and roll. Well, you know, any of the other songs I haven't done. (laughs) All right. Let me know. And please be good to yourselves and each other. And I thank you very, very much.